Welcome to the Nerdtastic in 3D Podcast. It's Nerdtastic in 3D. Oh, it's Nerdtastic in 3D. Yes, it's Nerdtastic Fantastic in 3D! I'm Jack Geckler. I'm Sean Fennel. I'm Josh Sabrat. Adam McFarland. Jason Carter. And we're a bunch of industry movie, television guys, industry, not steel industry, here to blow a bunch of smoke up your ass. Nerd alert! So, I, I want to talk about something we just talked about off mic that I think would be funny as hell that Mr. Sean brought up. Oh, yeah. If you can create the ultimate game room, now this isn't a room attached to your house maybe, or it's in your house, whatever the case is, you have unlimited funds, you're making a game room that you can put whatever the hell you want in it. What do you want in it? Now, I got called out for not having something in mind, so Sean, well, what do you well, want let's, your... let's talk about what you thought your game room was awesome with, and then Now, he's talking about out. the game room I already have. Don't hate Exactly. Jack, awesome. Jack's big whoop-la is the TV He's got a TV above his dual to monitors. And I'm like, well, you don't have a jacuzzi in your game. <laughs> and that's pretty much where I game room has a jacuzzi <laughs> we, in it. And we started the show. So, Sean, yeah. what, what All right, so let's room? talk about this for a minute. All right, so in my room, it's, it's, it's pretty pretty big square footage. I got a partition where all the loud gaming <laughs> shit can go on in a different soundproof room. Pool. <laughs> You know, foosball, <laughs> the ice hockey. This is a big room. Not yeah, ice exactly. hockey. Sorry, not ice hockey. Ice air, hockey. air, air <laughs> hockey. To me, it sounds like a bowling alley. Ice air hockey. hockey. The only one who thinks bowl this is fighting. a bowling alley. No, the bowling alley is underneath it. That's subterranean. And, and then below that is ice below hockey. that. So is ice the, hockey was a misspoke. Misspoke. Yeah, it was air hockey. Sorry, okay. but but Fair but enough. there's there's the bowling alley in the sub level, and then below that is the firing. Given, alley. but. Beyond that, yeah, right? Show. So you, so let's talk about that. Just the entertainment setup, sure. right? We got our um, 135 inch wide, maybe a little bigger screen, right? The projector, projector. the gigantic Check. bay, projector versus Check. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be projector an versus a TV that doesn't exist. It's going to be 35 that, inches. That, uh, that, uh, hey, you're you're getting in my way here. No, so sorry, you got sorry. the AC projector that's projecting everything, and uh, maybe 2K. Let's go 2K, 4K. 4K. Fuck it, 4K, 4K. projector, 4K. Um, but, 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 uh, so we got the couches set up, but behind, behind the big U-shaped couch that seats 30, um, <laughs> that seats 30, <laughs> there is, <laughs> now, now each, like a Sesame Street U? Each, what kind of U is that? Each corner of this couch, both inside the inner U and the end of the couch <laughs> got are, no, 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 fuck that. Um, um, refrigerators, so you can get, your oh, there you right? go. So everybody has their own little Everyone's got their mini fridge right next to them. Um, the hot tub is behind that, right? So you can chill in the <laughs> hot tub and watch the movies as well. No, it can't be. It rotates on a sucking <laughs> cylinder, and you can just fucking like disco hot tub while you're watching the we movie. Opened a can of worms. <laughs> I'm telling you, this genie bottle of a, of a possibilities and impracticalities. So, so episode two will be Sean's game room. Uh, three, four, five, and six. <laughs> But you see where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> we kind of. Lap of luxury and then game room all You sound all like one well. of your sons with a crayon on a wall. I'm you telling you, man. room. <laughs> you get the U-shaped pool. You couch. give me some money and I will make it go. Josh Brat, how's that game room looking? Uh, big. <laughs> with a partition. With a partition and a hot tub. Two hot tubs. Sean, <laughs> Sean went with one. Exactly. Sean, you went with one. Stacked on top of each other. Swinging a pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, um, uh, I, I'd probably just, uh, I'd keep mine simple, you know, to, to, to just the necessities. It's going to go minimalist. <laughs> modern. Mo- I'm, exactly. Are you talking like a rock garden? I'm, I'm a simple man here. Yeah. A, a, a zen FPS garden. You'd have like a Minecraft game room. Hey, just... hey, now. Hey, now. Whole other topic. Whole other topic with Carter there. Exactly. I, you know what? I'm I'm a fan of comfort. That's the one kind of, uh, uh, you know, argument that you know PC gamers versus console gamer console gamers is the fact of, you know, one of the big things is well I can sit and play my console game on my 65 inch TV on my surround sound system on a you know couch as opposed to sitting at a desk um if you will but 
<clears throat> you know, so so I'm comfortable. So I'd be have like you know the hundred and you know fifty inch screen. The uh, you know the, the show gets irritable. We just ran out of beer. We just ran out of beer. I had less Sucks <laughs> to be everybody else. Would there be beer in your game room? There would be beer. So Josh has the Zen game room. I do have the Zen, but it's big and loud. I like it. It would make. I like where your head's. It at. would make your little fruits and berries there tingle. With enjoyment. No one knows berries, what that means. Your berries and cream. Nobody berries knows what that tingle. Pieces Adam, of cream. Adam, 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 you're going to tingle your pieces of cream. Adam, tell me yours doesn't sound like a Thai massage parlor. Uh, or? <laughs> have you, okay. Or? Before you answer, before you go on, have you ever not enjoyed a Thai massage parlor? Okay. I enough said. Honest, I, enough said. I've never you've come out happy. I've, you've I've come out happy. Unfortunately, never been You've come out happy. You have come out happy. There needs to be a brief... Absolute complete segue that may or may not get deleted from this this episode. Uh, so <laughs> you go there. You so go there. in Colorado, uh, is explaining to me about a Chinese massage parlor he was at, where the woman just asked what you would pay for blank anything. She said, how much do you have? And I will offer what we can give you for that. So this means on and off menu. Anything. Anything. He was just so, so flabbergasted by this any, blank anything. anything. And he's like, I've got whatever. Yen, Chen, whatever currency. He's like, I got 200. And she's like, <laughs> oh, is this in China? This is in China. And he's like, he's like, she, she lists off the stuff and it's right around 200. <laughs> and one of them was cup of boob. Cup of boob for two hundred yen. Two hundred yen. Now, if so I so that's got to be like what four bucks. Yeah, it was no, not much. Yeah. It was not much. Your conversion might be off, but I'll go with I, you. I, I don't know by like much though. But, like but along bucks. those lines, if I said I, I was going to give you five hundred yen to be start naked in the well, karate hold on, kiss now, let's get pose, with this. she's in. Yeah. yeah, it was that kind of bizarre, and it was just this weird conversation. Wait, you, so do you remember the amount of yen? I don't, well, I don't think China that's has yen, but... That's Japan. But regardless, uh, in my game room, um, outside in she the would waiting be there. room... Oh, he did say that there was a there was the, the post-massage nap room, <laughs> where there was just badass. recliners. There was like... And we all envisioned five or six or seven. He said there was like 50 just recliners. And they were, when he came out, they were about half full, just... Dudes just napping. <laughs> Living the dream. Because they, the they have gotten the massage of For you guys life. listening, well, they have you know no what the is like? <laughs> the, la- the sleep room. The lap of the room. <laughs> anyway, so uh, my my ideal room is There you go. Is Back on topic. It's a split between movies and video games. Uh, See, I, that's where I would I go. Play, but I, I don't need a partition. Mm. I want the big, comfy, U-shaped couch in the background. Maybe two or three rows of really high quality recliner theater seats. Oh, so and comfort. Then, oh, look at that. Comfort. I'm going to bring it, but then, there's, gonna a, step up then there's a chair that I drag in from the side because I have to sit <laughs> really fucking close to that screen when I play video games. It's 135 I have to. I have to sit a lot closer than most people do. Like, I, it needs to fill my peripheral vision. I don't want to be 40 feet away from my 100-foot screen, 100-inch okay. screen. I need to be... Like, I kind of want to look left and right if I have to look into the left corner and right, right corner. Uh, and then sound. Sound, without a doubt, is the most the most important thing in gaming. And yeah, gaming yeah. and movies. Sound. Yeah, definitely agree. I'm gonna keep mine super, super simple. Um, basically, just really, really nice, high contrast screen, 7.1 surround, stadium seating. However, stadium seating is going to be entirely made of love sacks. <laughs> Love sack, baby love sack. <laughs> Sponsoring the I'm not going to lie to you. That, <laughs> exactly. that thing's love a, sack. That store is Sponsored like a store. Sponsored for Nutella and 3D. You never buy anything, but damn so, if it isn't fun. Uh, stadium seating uh, with love sacks, but here's the key is all of that exists within a theme of you being on the deck of a pirate ship. Given. Yeah, makes sense. Now, much like the photo I sent you of that, that theater, which was amazing. Very true. Exactly. It was amazing. There was no was that the one that was? Have you seen the one that's like actually? It was. It was a. It was a pirate ship. Yeah, the, the entry yeah. was. Yes, I that's said the one. But just for any of the nerds that are listening, two hundred dollars in yen or two hundred yen is actually two dollars and fifty six. See, oh, oh, so I said four bucks. Yes, that's right. Dude, five hundred yen. I would have got Karate Kid. That's all I'm saying. No way. That's five hundred yen's what. Six dollars? Six bucks and change. You're, you're yeah, telling me her naked, kid. some old lady in the Karate Kid crane pose isn't worth six dollars? I'd pay that. She wouldn't take it. Jack, That's my point. There's a disparity. 
Jack, what's your game room? My game room would be apparently you're just I, sold with the one you have right now. So. Well, I'm not, I hey with your chair and your desk. What I want is I want hey no 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 I want what I I want I want what I have now, but I want my screens instead of being dual twenties I want them to be dual thirties. I want my TV where it's at because that for the most part when I'm sitting as close as Adam is I sitting sit real close. my 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 forty two inch that I own is more than enough to be fuck the two feet away from me. Now past that though, I want a huge area, a smaller youth than than John's, to sit there with a group of friends to play, you know, another Xbox, but maybe have like four of those set up with screens next to each other. So that if we did a system link, you could have like I don't know, like a twenty people. Party? Ex- absolutely, nice. absolutely. I want a nowadays we call this. I want a full bar. I want a full bar. No, I want to go land party there because that's so much better sounding. It is. It's, it's not nerd at all. I want a full bar with a chick or two on tap, preferably sisters. Who serve, Swedish. but have attitude. They better be topless. You can't just go up and be <laughs> like, like bar winches, you, you, your winches we have. Exactly. You I'm can't go, go up and be like, they're not topless. you can't go up and like, Josh goes, I've been hitting her on like she's easy. I don't want my chicks to be easy. I want them to know Josh is coming. Easy chick. I don't want Josh to walk up and be like, so what's going on? And they and they say, and just stare at you. But they're little bit shakes. They've got a handle. They've got a handle. I know you guys touch on the movie thing. I... I, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I want my own AMC in the backyard somewhere. I don't. It doesn't need to be part of the game room. No, that's cool. But I, I want like the pool. That. I want the pool table. I want the foosball. Uh, I want a whole. I want yeah. I want, I want the ice lands, I want a mini <laughs> land center. I want some arcade games. Give me motherfucking Galaga. Okay. Why is nobody doing stand up games? I want Cruise in America. Why is nobody doing stand up games in their arcades? What is the big? What is the big? Star Wars, yo. What is the big draw though to land parties now? Now, QuakeCon Quakecon and PAX, they still do that. Yes, but what is the big draw when you have to lug all your shit that you can still play at the comfort of your I tell you, I'll tell you what, ping. Ping? Oh, well, ping into And it sounds retarded. After all these years, you think where everybody's just playing with these things that it's just like you're sitting next to the guy, even if you're across country. The fact of the matter is there's a big... Now, this, I'm going nerding competitive again. There's a big difference between the guy who's land and you have zero lag to a guy, and you guys who play Black Ops know what I'm talking about, to a guy who's, you know, across country where you're still having to deal with internet connections. And, and you get to these lands because you have no lag. You're playing absolute. My, Nobody has an advantage other than your skill to play. My game. draw is totally different. My draw is just the event. Getting everyone well, together too. and hooking you your shit up. And, no, I can go into this. I can you go get into your, this. But it's another topic. It's another topic. And you Dr. We can Pepper and your chips. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We can, we can go into doing a whole your Pringles, You Dr. Skipper and your Mountain Holler. <laughs> <laughs> Because all the money went into the computer, not like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. And your mom dropped you off. Yeah, exactly. it's fun. And you have that. I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go into my experiences yet. It's a whole other episode. You got that pimple so that me, grows all let night me, long. Let me let me let me change it up a bit. Let's talk about what just came out, which is the big hype right now, which is Battlefield Three. And 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 Adam Adam's in our group. Is the only one who's played it. Sean went into it a little bit in the last episode. His his dis, dis, dis not, like for the series. Not gonna do it. Um, yeah. Not gonna play. Um, my my take on it is I I actually it's funny the very first Battlefield I played they released the beta at the very first QuakeCon I went to which was in two thousand and at that that QuakeCon which is obviously it's Quake specific supposedly when that beta got dropped at the LAN party which was five hundred plus or whatever like everybody was playing it because it it broke new ground. It broke a free-roaming environment that wasn't small, wasn't so map-based, and it was, hey, dude, I could take a Jeep off the end of a cliff. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm driving a plane underneath your Jeep jumping off the cliff. And then there's a dude in a boat going, I'm going to go swimming. You, it opened up a, a world that like none of us had ever seen. And I think the game, having skipped the big generation of the games, well, and then I played Bad Company 2. But what else did it open up? It opened up vehicle horror, too. Right, where people were well, killing their teammates to get vehicles. Right, to some extent, but but at the time that was sort of funny. If you were going to be that guy, that's a funny thing to a lot of people to troll people. With. And that's in any game. I think you have that problem. But I played Bad Company too, and that was a game. It's funny you, you talked about last episode about Jason and the multiplayer aspect coming into a game late. That it's tough. That game to me was the worst, and it took me because I'm just a fucking bludgeon for punishment. I jumped in and I was getting wrecked. Because everybody has guns better than you. And that game is all about your guns. But I played through, and then once I got all the guns I needed to get, the game became fun. And what I can see from Battlefield 3, it looks the same, 
with better graphics. But I tell you what you can beat, though, is being able to blow up fucking anything. That's, that was going to be the... The destruction the... of anything in a world is, is just, to me, is, is kind of... And, and I've been in that. And you yeah. talk about being in a game from a single-player standpoint, Jay. Like with vehicle horde. Where you're getting anxiety <laughs> or you're like, this, this, this story's awesome. You can make your own story... Because I've been in a building in Bad Company 2 where I'm like over a cliff and I'm like, no, I'm looking can't. around. No, 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 listen. Like you're under, there's something to where all of a sudden you're getting naded and the roof's coming down on you. And you physically are looking up going, oh, you got, and I've said this, oh, you got to be shitting me when I first played it. And the roof's coming down on me. I'm like, and I'm yelling to the guys on my team, get the fuck out of the building. Yeah. And it's coming down on you. There's something to that that you don't get in these other games. Well, that's, I mean, Jason, and, 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 and talking about Adam, where are you at with that? The, like, the destructibility of the environment was a huge, was a huge thing when I was when I saw the trailers and when I when I learned about that. Because I remember, oh God, for the Xbox, the what was the game? Bullet, bullet. I don't remember what it was, but it it touted destructible environment, complete destructible environment, everything, blah blah blah. And you got in and played it, and it was it was predetermined. It was a car. It was and a it section was of a, a red wall. square around what you're supposed to blow up, and it was it was very uh, formulaic. And it was like, okay, obviously I'm gonna blow that up because it's gonna fall on, you know, a and and again, the second any game maker says that the, the environment is completely destructible, you expect everything to be destructible, and it's not. Except it's for not. fracture. Is fracture like that? Fracture even the ground is changed. Oh, that's where you can like pull. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of the game. Yeah. Right, and this, and this, this that's not that's not like just an added like. But I'm sure bonus. you went in being your first battlefield. You went in thinking, I went in well, thinking they're saying like, this, so pieces are gonna be. But I'm sure it, when you got in there, you're like, it is more. It is like I, it is it is a lot a a lot more. I mean, you can blow up. You, trees can fall over. Like, and you and you got this on the 360. You can do the same thing in in fucking Company of Heroes, which is an RTS game. You just blow the shit out of something as long as you want, and you will erode the fucking. Yeah, and I, I will right. say, and I like that about. Company I, I will say, well. I, I don't come from a deep. I, I don't come from a deep gaming background. You know, I I went regular Nintendo. PlayStation, PlayStation Two. Don't, don't hold my hand. Xbox, Xbox Can't 360. Help it. I don't actually even own Xbox 360 right now. It's all roommates. But anyway, that was my progression. There wasn't. I didn't get every next system. Is that why he's sitting on your bed? Uh, we share. I mean, it's it above the covers, below the covers kind of situation. You know. <laughs> um, but you're are you you're digging you're digging the game so far though. I, I am. I hated it the first day. Absolutely hated it because I was expecting. Want to work Call of Duty. Something. I was expecting Call of Duty. Duty, and there are a lot of very annoying things about the game. There, menus, uh, leveling up. Uh, there's no lobby situation. There's no. There's a lot of things that are just fucking annoying. But the game itself is pretty damn fun. I yeah. mean, it is one of those ones where there's a lot more running around. There's a lot more hiding. You can, you can. If someone gets a beat on you, you can get away from it. Uh, whereas and the campaign, the Duty, I mean, from the trailer, the campaign looked pretty. The campaign, I'm, I'm maybe looked pretty immersive. A third of the way through it, and it's, it's fun. So it is, it is a lot. So of fun. Josh, what, are you thinking about buying this? Are you gonna get it? Where, where are your, what are your? I was thoughts? thinking about it, but I'm not anymore. <clears throat> not anymore. Um, one of the things that I don't know if it was like the the nail in the coffin, if you will, but uh, you know, my computer is pretty beefy. You know, I only built it maybe, uh, I don't even remember how, but it wasn't that long ago. It hasn't even been like a year. And <clears throat> my graphics card still won't even run the thing on high. You know, and, and it was it's one of those things. And, and those bigger games that have a larger scale um, like that, I wanted to get on the PC. The ones that are tailored, you know, for like the graphics kind of, you know, spooge session where you can like nerd out and and just go like, look at that leaf, it rendered so well. And but <clears throat> you know, hearing some of the problems, but also in the fact of that my PC wouldn't even run it like that. That means I'd have to dump in more money just to be able to run it. He's, he's talking about a friend of a friend of ours specifically. I'm not even talking about him. I'm just well, saying. Well, but that's a good example, a right? General, but I'm just yeah. I'm just saying blanket in general. Like you know, if you want to play this type of game on its ultra setting, high setting, like that and stuff. The way it's meant to be played. Yeah, you know, it's you have to sit there and then dump like an extra two hundred, hundred fifty dollars so, into a game that costs sixty bucks just to play it at this development. So I have a question that actually leads into something. When I was 
kind of going through high school and college and stuff, my biggest nerd out was like making my computer as awesome as possible. And right. I feel like now that we've gotten into the industry and we've been working in here and we we just like <clears throat> that has totally fallen off as a priority. And I don't really look at like, hey, I'm going to keep my computer up to the most awesome specs possible now. I'm just like, yeah, it runs it cool. It doesn't run it shit. But like, how do you guys feel about? Yeah, no, that's how, like because in college it's the same way. Like, I definitely would build my own machine. Like there was sort of like a com- competition there, like, hey, look at my machine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, exactly. I still do, I, I'm not the competition side, but I'm still very much into, I build my own, I'm still into that, I'm still into it being cheaper than, than, than Jason, who's, who's, who's uh, into Apple products, we'll say. Jason, I feel which like you were going to touch on something. Which is a, a later, I feel like Jason was going to touch on something. Thanks, John. Uh, yeah, no. It, it, Speak in, up. In college, it was something that uh, you know, building PCs was something that was interesting to me. But the point for me was, like you, it was a competition all about oh my, I can overclock my CPU this much or whatever. But it was a hobby. Mm-hmm. And time, as you get older, time becomes more and more of a luxury. And frankly, the hobbies that are lower priorities just disappear. And so that's what it was. So now I'm an off-the-shelf kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it was. It was all about a hobby that just kind of disappeared. Well, being also in our industry doing like side work and stuff like you know when i was doing my side work stuff on like gears of war 3 like i was doing it at home though but my pc before could not run it so i had to upgrade my stuff so then what am i going to do build one that will then last me a while again too but then also has the ability to be upgradable because once again i'm sure i'm going to find myself working another side gig or working something from home because in our industry, there's nothing is certain. You know, you're always constantly going from one studio to another. That if you're at home, you need to have something that's, you know, yeah. But I, I wor- feel worthwhile. Like, I feel like like for from where we came from and the enthusiasm we have, that doesn't count because you are doing it because you are making money with it. Whereas we used to do it because okay. it was I fun, fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like, like, does how often still, do people upgrade I, their shit because it's just like. Ooh, I'm gonna geek out on this. Oh my I mean, gosh, I do when I build it. No, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I, you know what? Then I guess I'm the, I'm the, I'm the minority here. When I build my machine, I'm when I get to the point of having. I gotta be honest. It's more financial reasons for me than anything else. If, if uh, I, you know, I didn't have the family or anything else, I, I would be upgrading every single time. I think I would too. Because I still, I still find, and I try to sell it on Josh all the time. I mean, I. I still think for the for the money and everything else, I think building it's the best way to go. And I, I still completely agree. Out, I still geek out when I and I built physically mine putting of it together. Him yelling at me, <laughs> but I don't. I never got into the you know on the same. I never got into the overclocking thing. I was just always happy that I put it together myself and it's my own thing. And with, that, 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 <laughs> no, I was just happy with that. It, it works. God, God, yeah, God, God forbid I try I to overclock nervous. and burn the house now. I was nervous know? as hell building my first computer when I hit the power button. I thought I was gonna like blow up my apartment because I'm just like, it's, okay, it's on. But I like should, I, should I hit it? I like knowing yeah, that what's in there. I like knowing what's in there. I like knowing I, what pieces I picked apart. Right, I, I, there, there's something to that. That and now, note you open the door being your own tech support. I understand that. And there's something to that. But every all of us in this room right now aren't you know aren't our parents that we have to sit and call. We're all resourceful, and if resourceful means yeah, hey, Sh- hey, 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 Sean, hey, Sean, no, no, I, I mean our parents calling parents us for call tech, us, tech right, support. Right. But I mean, I, we're savvy on the old intranets, and it's all there. I just that to me, once we're doing it, I don't think any of us in this room, if you're actually sitting building it, wouldn't still have fun. And that includes you, Jason. Well, but, well, but the sure. thing but it's, for me again, it's still a hobby. But you wouldn't do it. No, no. What Sean said, because we have financial and family obligations, you don't go out of your way to always do it. And it's not even it's not even just the financial. I think personally, it's not even just the financial aspect. It's the fact that you have. You know, it comes again to the PC versus console, Ooh. you know, discussion where it's like you're on your couch, you're relaxed, your feet are up on your fucking coffee table, you know, you're playing your game on a system that pumps out fair, good graphics. Absolutely. You know, you, 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 do you need to sit there? It just becomes to, you know, like a pissing contest of now that your computer can handle this. Do you need to have these lifelike trees? No. Yes. You know, <laughs> you know, but so, so at that point you sit there and no, you may have not upgraded your computer, but guess what? You spent $600 when the PS3 came out. You spent $400 when the Xbox 360 came out. You just spent like a grand right there on two systems when you could have spent a grand upgrading your PC to be better. It's kind of weird because I think, I think 
computing has gotten so mobile lately that people are not really probably investing a lot in the a very desktop powerful PC. stationary yes, system. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, I'm going to buy a laptop, but I'm not going to spend four grand on a laptop exactly. because that's just not real. And you only spent that much money for gaming purposes. Right. You didn't spend that much gaming to run Excel. Sure. No, yeah. absolutely not. No. And then and then we get to another situation where it's like, okay, well, I have my laptop and it does some of the stuff I want, but it's too bulky even though it's 13 yeah. inches, so I got my tablet now and everyone's got their tablet. <laughs> and like we're actually going to less powerful computers that are way more portable and maybe eventually we'll have really powerful it's computers the, that are really yeah. po- portable, but hey, uh, I use my desktop maybe once a week, twice a month tops just because... Well, it's in the garage, so that's part of the reason. <laughs> I was going to say, it's I, in the man cave. Okay, every, 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 every night. Every, yeah, every well, night. Jack uses it every night. Every, every night. Hey, I got a question. You're uh, cutting yourself short at multiple, multiple <laughs> venues every night. This is a semi-current current events question. But, uh, Love you, Adam. Mainly for Adam. Uh, the DeLorean Motor Company just announced that they are going to re-release the DeLorean an electric version with gold wing doors, stainless steel in 2013. Right? Really? Back to the Future? Holy all shit. Well, they tried, they tried re-releasing the DeLorean, I want to say, what, four years ago? Is it going to have the aluminum body? The stainless or is it, steel. Is it stainless steel? What is it? Adam? I think it's stainless steel, is what I've read. Is it going to have a Mr. Fusion? <laughs> I'm not in. I said I have a Mr. Fusion. I'm not I need fuel. What DeLorean can release and what... Whatever, who who did Back to the Future? What what Zemeckis is? Yeah, company? like what they own, what they own the rights. Well, it's probably like who? Well, I mean, Delorean still owns Delorean. Yeah, they Delorean. Put out the, car. the the all the all the props. No, I'm joking. The, so, Adam, so Adam, the question the question here is one: I'm being a gigantic Back to the Future nerd. The Delorean still being one of my like dream cars to own one day. Is there really a market for the DeLorean to make a return in today's no, like no, car? No, they already no. Tri- like even I said, they already tried. They already tried. Even if it's all electric, no. Even I and I will say, uh, whether I'm a petrolhead or whatever, electric isn't even mainstream. Electric will not. It, it, the Prius got its its niche market or whatever, and it's it's selling like crazy. It's probably bigger than a niche market, uh, but electric isn't to the point where it's going to replace gas. Period. The infrastructure isn't there yet. Yet, without a doubt, yet. Now I will say. Now yet. let's tell the fans going going that going that route with the with the electric thing. And once you touch about the torque that comes off a electric car, that maybe some of these it, fans don't realize. We'll go there. Come from before an electric we car. before we segue from the DeLorean. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it'll make it as a as a. At, the DeLorean. You, you, all the first of all, the first DeLorean was shit. <laughs> Absolute it was horrible. Shit. It, it like, was horrible. It had so many. Yeah, but it came didn't with cocaine. Work. It was a gigantic so, mirror for shooting cocaine way, off of it. The way the new DeLorean is to succeed is is based on just it's a novelty from back. People thought they were just driving really fast. Succeed in a, in a huge and again, they've already they they've already tried to rebuild it. That expensive so, novelty. So unless they can, as a car expert, as like a. I don't want to throw that down. Zero. I don't. Zero practicality. You're the expert in the. Maybe in this room, in this room, I'll take that. Producer on top here. Okay, you would say that your opinion is that you're not quite sure that that would really hit. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw "not quite sure" a little higher to say I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I think I, I think if you threw the novelty of having gimmicks with the car, if you if you could add in a Mr. Fusion, a flex capacitor, yeah. and any of the control okay, panels, hold on. If you it would turn your garbage into fuel for your car. It doesn't even so need that work. Do it. That work. I just want to be able to throw I'm garbage. Just want, you just want a tube on the back. No, I want it to look like if you sold me the Back to the Future version of the Warren, yes. I would buy before the market Thorin. Yeah. If I had an option to buy yeah. one or the other, I'm going to buy the Back to the Future one. Yeah. Jason, back me up. That's your then, better fucking you hover there, goddammit. Then when it breaks down, you go, the wheels. but it's totally the Back to the Future one, not I bought it. <laughs> and I knew it was shit. And I would give you more props for that if yeah. you told me. Now, yeah, but it now, would look like it was bought it, it, way back when yeah. Back to the Future was let shot. Me, on what you're saying with the DeLorean, let me, let, me, let me branch off a bit. Something I just read that I found fascinating. I don't know if Adam's heard this. So Ford is actually, and I guess there's companies that have been doing this, and I didn't know about this. Ford is re-releasing the original 1965 uh, Ford Mustang body, the very first one, that you can buy. They're actually going to produce the body uh, with with new like new welding and I think a new rust, uh, rust protection on it. But it is the body. The catch is you have to build the rest yourself. <laughs> 
They're manufacturing the body that they'll give brand new to you, like it's a 1965 body, but you, Adam, Jason, Josh, Sean, have to come up with the engine, which you can buy. Does the body include the chassis and jazz like that? Uh, I, I'm not sure if it includes the chassis. Like, how much work is... I mean, are you having to, like, get in there and spot You're building I'm assuming it would be, like, the frame and everything it's, like it's, that. It is, the, it is the frame and the body. I But it, there's no engine. I know that for a fact because they showed pictures. I, I was fascinated. But with that body, that opens a world from 1965, I think, to 1967 was the same. So you could yeah. you could gauge what year you made. Uh, and I, as I read on, it, it talked about that there's another company that's been doing that for a couple years now with another body. I found that fascinating, though, that they're going back and re-releasing whoever wants to buy it. Mm. I think it's 15 Gs well, to buy a 1965 Ford Mustang body that it's original from Ford. That same body, but with better protectant and up to up to up to better standards. But you're getting a retro car that you could sit in your garage and actually put together and and blah blah blah. <laughs> it's I, 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 it's a, I love that concept. I, I'm not doing the shit. No, I just love the concept of you can get this awesome car that you could sit in your garage. You guys ever you guys ever used to look at those old like um um popular mechanics things and they had like ads in the back where you could like buy your own helicopter and build it? (laughs) I so wanted to buy one of those fucking helicopters. Fuck. I so wanted to buy one of those helicopters. They didn't lie. They didn't lie. There's a fucking helicopter in this box. But I have no <laughs> idea how to put it together. Exactly. What does it say? Part A. Ribbon gun. It doesn't come with an Allen wrench and idea. Exactly. So. Yeah. Late propeller. What the hell is that? Uh, Don't I, tell I, me if you guys had that $15,000, you wouldn't buy uh, one of those right I, now. I, it's tough right now for me to break topics because now I'm on this sort of car kit because I, I lately just it's been coming in. Josh actually sent this out that I thought was... Now, and it's something I've been following because I'm, I'm a nerd on, and it's back to the electric thing. Oh, the Tesla? I am, am, am just, my, my pants are wet. <laughs> my ass is gleaming over the Tesla S. Now, like for people who don't problem. know, yeah, it hurts. The Tesla bit. Model S. S. Now, the Tesla itself, that? people know, is yeah. the small Lotus-looking car, electric car. The S is, we'll call it the the, the four-door sedan, which, sedan. Now, which we know it, is... it fits, what's, what do you say now? Fits seven. Seven. Team? Two in the front, three in the back, Thirty two in the back. Two rear-facing. Right two rear-facing. They look, I'm not going to lie, they look dangerous after when I watched the video. It's two rear-facing up to kids. five years old. Yes, they're, they're kids' seats. <laughs> That's awesome. Which, for the family, are People awesome. People with kids five is awesome. Harness. No, they awesome. Can, they five can just be harness for those rear-facing kids. But what was that funny ass. is the video I watched. Ejector seats? What was it? It was a CNN article, and the guy videoing was getting, he talked about things he was into and things that scared him, and one of them that I thought was awesome as the guy was showing him the car and they're driving, he t- they had a the in the center console for you guys who don't know. It, it's a it's a 17 inch touchscreen that is the sickest thing I've ever seen, dude. I 17 want, inch. I, I want this in my car. Yeah. It's a 17 inch touchscreen that displays everything. The guy goes because that, there, there's no like controls for AC or anything. Anything. Everything it's all right screen. there in this touchscreen. So what happens when like the screen breaks? Or you're called pick, fucked. Pick, pick well, exactly. Back. You're taking you're it fucked. and you're fixed. If something I even, want in even, my even car the dashboard, now. even like all of the, it's uh, all digital, all hundred percent digital. digital. The guy pulls up a web the, the gauge, and, and 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 the reporter goes, "Well, you're gonna. <laughs> this was awesome. You're gonna disable that when you drive because, like in my car right now, the DVD function in my car when you start the engine, yeah. or if you don't have the parking brake up, you can't watch DVDs. Clearly, you didn't take your car to Hector's to get your. <laughs> Fixed your GBV install. No, I did not. Uh, the guy, the guy, the guy looks at me and goes, "The the, the guy showing." The I really tour, want to get mine fixed like that, though. So do I. I want it to be able to do it too. Fixed, but uh, fixed. Yeah, with quotes. quotes. Uh, the guy looks at me and goes, "Well, a, we're not gonna. I know how to here at Tesla, we're not gonna limit the user's options. It's gonna be so. I picture are people riding down the road going." Oh shit! You okay. see what they said? Okay. What Tyler doing with new? Crash. On that subject, I'm literally driving down the freeway. Literally driving down the freeway this morning. I pull up next to this old guy, you know, semi-bumper to bumper or whatever. This man has a book out on his steering wheel, driving, holding the pages. I've seen that. It's an L.A. thing, man. It is. Good for him. You're reading while driving. Not illegal. Not a phone. (laughs) It's not. It's not. not. It's not legal. It's hands-free driving, but only with electronics. (laughs) If you want to bust out your papyrus scrolls, go for it. Absolutely. People do that shit in traffic jams all the time. All the time. Absolutely. You know, this is this is my beef with it, right? I actually have a beef on this whole topic. Is the car industry is like, yeah, we're gonna make this awesome car and it's gonna be a Tesla and it's all electric and you can fit seven people in and it has like eight hundred foot pounds of torque and a seventeen inch screen. Why doesn't it drive itself? 
It's fucking 2011, people. <laughs> Where's my car that drives Tom itself? Tom Cruise hasn't certified. Hey, you've heard about the, the, the car, Google. car trains, I think is what they're called. <laughs> the Google in, in Europe. On it. They're the doing this. Trains. I think they're called car trains. They're doing this thing in Europe where a bus will basically send out a signal, like a, like a wireless signal, that says, hey, I'm going to lead a car train. And what you can do is you can pull you your car. You hook on to that You can pull it like, behind it and say... Now hook into the train, and I'm a car along this train. So the bus basically everywhere the bus goes, you go. And so if the bus can... crashes, everyone's yeah, fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I took from that too. But the uh, but the idea is that you can you know you can have this like train of cars that are basically not physically attached, but they're attached by computers, all getting their driving information, speed, steering, all that from the bus. That's cool. And then if you want to leave, it sends every car a signal saying driver four is leaving the train. And then it leaves, and then everybody speeds up accordingly to move up. Hmm. And you always come in and attach to the back. And everyone's synced together, right? Interestingly so enough, I was at uh, SEMA, which is an auto show. Uh, I don't even know what it stands for. We'll but, put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's <laughs> next. the link below. Sucking intellectual it's in male right now. association. No, it is it is in 3D every year. Uh, it's in Vegas. It's, it's going on now uh, in November, first of November, and it's it's basically. It's not an auto show, but it's the aftermarket everything. Okay. It's, it's every aftermarket everything for every car, blah, blah, blah. This is where the race the, the rice rockers... It, it is. It's, it's, it's wheels. It's, it's every small, tiny company that came up with this wacky idea that can buy a booth in the Vegas Convention Center. Okay. Um, up until, you know, multi-million dollar Firestone, uh, Giovanni wheels, random stuff. Okay. Uh, but more importantly, last year I was there, I met up with a guy from Google... Um, who was on the, the cutting-edge tech automated driving program. These are the, the Google driverless cars. The driverless, the driverless cars. cars. Right. And, and the, issue that, the issue that we are at right now is still the human interaction, period. Wait, for people who don't know, this, this, this car was a special car or was just a modified? It's, it's a modified Prius. Right now they are modified Priuses that can drive themselves. And my understanding is it's it's working off actual GPS information live. So it's live. calculating it everywhere is, it goes. It is, it is traffic, it is weather, it is it is everything live calculated. It's they, they still have to have a drive they still have someone sitting in the driver's seat, but it is completely hands free. Um, so now what I've heard is that there is a very, very difficult psychological barrier that the is. drivers have in letting the control. And, the car and there take is, control. and there's there, there's there's a twofold issue. It's it's the letting go of control. Well, there's a good talk here, um, so we go into it's about the, that. It's even. the letting go of control, and it's still there is still the actual human interaction with that car. There is the well, other. What does vehicles. that mean? What does that mean? There's the other vehicles that aren't automated mm-hmm. that are interacting with this now completely automated computer. That, that reacts on predetermined, that, that an AI system setup is only so good with the unpredictability of the human element. Yeah. So the guy we next to the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy next to is drunk. Yeah, and right. he can do whatever the hell he wants. That's what I'm getting from this. Exactly. And if so, he turns into me, the car's not yet. Exactly. And so that's that's his issue with, and even this, this bus train situation. <laughs> I just Europe. got a vision in my head of someone trying to ram the car exactly. and it turns so fast that you break your own neck in the car. <laughs> it's, it's Machines. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's Fucking the beauty of technology. You're having an accident. <laughs> there hell I am! <laughs> I'm going to fight it. I'm going to fight it. Break your arm. Except, don't forget, it's going to do it in a computer automated right. Yes, it absolutely. And, uh, again, how, yeah, how, does, how, does that, how does that voice go? Uh, you sound like this. Ladies and gentlemen, you are having an accident. <laughs> oh, lovely. Welcome to the Cafe 80s. <laughs> but no, it's 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 this it's this weird middle ground where we are so neck deep in technology in our cars and everything, but there's still the human control. And until I mean until until we take awesome, it away. Until it's a hundred percent computer. Hey, dude. Automated driving will not function. You mean like it'll only work in every 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 minority report. Exactly. The car the cars are all automated, they're all on their own track. Maglev, yo, Maglev. Maglev. Who Maglev? Maglev. (laughs) Magnets. Is that fucking magic up in there? Fucking magnets. How do they work? (laughs) Alright. So That's interesting though. But that that is my take on and that's my take a lot on, on the electric car scene is—it's not there yet. It is. It's next, going there. It is. 
It is, but, but electric has nothing to do with human error. No, totally. Electric totally. just has that's to do. Whole, I think electric. No, that'll just I be. Would, that's it's a whole. That's a government, uh, and that has human, human error involved. Let's <laughs> segue real quick here because there's something you brought up. Minority Report, and this kind of I want to segue back to Game Tom Cruise. Murder. Segue. Scientology. Not being you at all. Yeah. Does Scientology have a future? I want to lay in milk all day. I know you're Knowing their religion. I see yes. what you're saying. <laughs> Tom Cruise, not batching. Not batching. So, I'm going to say it. So, Minority Report, you're talking about like futuristic interfaces. Uh, Let's talk about motion controllers, motion geez. motion capture thing for You mean the Kinect? Kinect, uh, we. The move? Yeah. Are, are you talking about how he's the controlling system the, that they actually controlling built the for the movie? Are you no, talking no, no, about no, no, like, the ability to take murders? I'm supposed to be talking about yeah. the the closest thing, the closest thing we have right now, is is the Kinect, the Wii. These are like kind of like taking the controller away from you. These and, and, I, and I have something on that. Okay, yeah, so, so I I saw the and I and I think I sent it out to some of you guys. I maybe check check my Facebook for this. <laughs> it is the coolest video. It is maybe Josh sent it to me. I can't remember exactly. Oh, is that this fucking game system? Dude, this oh. is the coolest. Oh, yeah, Coolest, hands down, uh, uh, interactive video uh, game thing I've I, I've ever seen, and that's pretty bold because as long as I've been doing this, but they uh, and it, it touches on Battlefield Three, which is kind of interesting. It's this European tech yes. show they called I think Gad I think it's yes, Gadget, Gadget. I want to give them props. I think it's Gadget.com, and when this goes to YouTube, we'll we'll supply the link for you guys. It basically they came up with an idea. They come up with these ideas and then try to act them out. And they hire whoever the best of the best is over the internet to do stuff. And this one in particular was they wanted the most realistic game simulator they could possibly make. Now, with that said, so they, they got a bunch of guys to shoot you. It was real close. Uh, it was close. Cool. And what they did is so they 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 scoured the net. And they figure okay, we need a dome. Past that, they, they, are, they needed a dome that was projecting in full res all the way around the dome. But they needed a link to your setup as you're standing there to be in your field of view. So they set this thing up that when you moved, 180 degrees went with you no matter which direction you looked. Cool tech. We already know it's there. We've seen it. They needed more than that. They wanted to be able to walk around in the environment. They found this company that designs this floor that you can move in any direction without moving forward. Multi-directional conveyor technology. Yes, so it's like wheels, like conveyor belts, but you can move any direction and walk, and you never go any further than your realm. That part was sick to me. I'm like, oh, that's kind of sick. Okay, I'm into that. Like, this close to the holodeck, people. Come yeah. on. So let's go to the next step further. The, the next thing they say, well, it's not real unless you're getting shot at, which leads to, to, to Josh's statement. They, they, they paired up paintball guns. Four sets of four guns on each, firing not just paintballs, but these no, pellets. No, it was five of three. Was it five of three? I think so. Is it a five or three or three of pair, five? Pair, pair, next to each other, that shot these, not paintballs, the same size, but pellets. And they were set up around your room. And they basically were matched up to the in-game play of Battlefield 3. So if the bullets were coming from your right side, it picked up the input. It literally shot you. Yeah. With pellets. Now, I give the co-host the chick prof because she got in the center of it for testing and said, all right, I'll try it. <laughs> and no no pun, but crying like a little girl. She was getting pelted by these things. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. Pelted by pellets. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they took the next step where they said, well, we need the lighting environment. So they hired this guy who does this LED setup that matches the in-game lighting on the fly. If it changed when you went into a room, the lighting in the entire dome changed to what they were doing. Immersed it in the most Yoda. surround sound you could ever do. <laughs> Put you on headset. Gave you a gun, an actual gun representation that actually had a... Uh, Let's throw a hot cool. tub in there and I'm game. <laughs> He's in. I wanted this in my game room. I almost brought this up and I thought we could talk about it like right now. An iPod, an iPod that's actually or an, uh, an iPhone or whatever that's hooked up to the game device that actually is sending back a signal of where you are at. Then they use the Kinect on top of that set up to the gun sensors that picked up when you jumped or crouched. The guy, they, the first guy got in there and he had some problems. Then Sounds they, like the most exhausting gameplay. It ever. was. He dressed up in the helmet and everything else. Then they got a guy who actually was consulting on Battlefield Three, who's like this badass military guy who's got like the most like missions in in, in, in war. Gets in there and he's like, okay, I'll give it a go, dude. You could hear him in there yelling and like he's trying to like talk to his squad. If you stuck your hand out, you could grab guys and pull them into cover. What? And he's playing it like a legit guy. He would wait around. The mission's going on. But he's still in his zone, looking in areas, making sure everybody's covered. The best is when he ducks down and bullets are coming by him. Because you can physically hear them whizzing by your head. 
coolest thing I've ever seen. Most interactive experience I've ever seen. It takes whatever the Kinect's doing to a level that I don't know how we'll get to in our home. I really like everything. It's just insane. And I, and I recommend everybody going to check this out because it's just well, nutty. Yeah, we'll put Holiday. a link on the, on the website. But uh, it, it's interesting because uh, some of the tech demos that are out there, you know, they're so inspiring. It's so like every nerd just oh, absolutely nuts about them. But then the problem is those things are so far off. Like there's one that I saw at Seagraph uh, this year, which the, for those that don't know, is the Special Interest Graphics Group. Uh, and it's, oh, uh, look at you breaking it down. But it's, uh, it's up, I, it I was don't up know, in, I don't know the, you don't go to that one. It's not SEMA, you don't go to that <laughs> but one. But it was up, in, uh, up in Vancouver, and they had, uh, Disney Research actually had this demo where uh, you go up to this table. It was uh, basically a 3D, a stereoscopic 3D display, and it was laid down horizontally in front of you as a table. And then uh, they'd give you a pair of glasses as you walked up to this booth, and then what you would do is there'd be two water fountains on either side of this table, uh, and each one would have a, like a ladle, like a, a spoon in it. And they hand you a pair of glasses, and they say, "Okay, take some of the water from the right and pour it on the table." And what? And in front of you on this table uh, or this this display is basically like the generated terrain, like CG terrain. And as you poured water on it from the right, it carved a valley into this terrain. In 3D. In 3D. And so it looks like you literally now it's like sunk down into the table. Much then, like our show. And then... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 3D! <laughs> and then you take the water from the left and you pour it back over that same valley and all of a sudden, boom, they become mountains. And it was like this incredibly like, oh my gosh, you're pouring water on this display and sculpting Can you just terrain. see kids? Can you see kids in the living room? Yeah, well... Which is bottles of water. Their baby bottles spraying on the... On the Get the damn thing off the damn <laughs> stuff. Stand there damn being at it. Shit. But the, point, the point of this stuff is like, while this stuff is incredibly awesome, that seems so far out. Well, I, I get what you're even, saying with even, that. Even like the, the the technology you were talking about, like with this like, the floor technology that conveyed you back to the middle. Like this stuff is amazing and it's awe-inspiring. And it's like you know, Nerdatron for sure. But it's like it's so far out and so not a reality. What it's I like wanted, a car concept show. I mean, like when you go to a car yeah. show and you see the concept show, like. I would buy that right now. Yeah, this is just a prototype it or something. Drive. It's never going to drive. It's always a case. We, we can't yeah, fit a steering wheel in the uh, yeah. cockpit. And then, uh, but see, I thought that was interesting about this show, though, is that everything that they took was something that was that's a premise already right? existed. They existed. Just put it sure. Even even the floor was sure. something that they 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 went out and scoured. And I like this that they scoured and said, "Hey, we want to do this, but let's do it with tech that exists. Can we make the ultimate simulator?" Right, but it's, not, it's still, even with the tech that technically exists, it's still not something that Joe Schmo in Oklahoma No, it's not. Yeah, no it offense, doesn't, Oklahoma. Yeah, it doesn't go your Oklahoma so sucks. To bring, to bring this back it's to no I, holodeck, like Sean said. It's no holodeck. To bring this back to my We're original question for you guys, is what are your thoughts on current motion control devices, and what do you think the next like iteration of it is? Like Not like, hey, well, this is what the future holds, and you know we're going to get that 10 years down the road. What, what are we going to see? What's the Kinect version 2 going to be? Or what is the the Wii U really going to add to? Uh, now, okay, so, so so my take after we, we went to E three, and they and they had the Wii U and everything else, and I you know I, Wii U! yeah, and I own a Wii, and I it's the most expensive board game in my house is yeah. the way I look at it. It's yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a huge a I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, and, and we saw the Wii U, and there was nothing outside of the tech they did for uh, was it Ghost Recon? What was the what was the the weapon one where the, you could sit and design your own weapon. That that was kind of neat to me. That was for the Kinect, though. That was it? Was it Kinect? Yeah. It wasn't yeah, the Wii? The I, I thought he had it on the... No, they had it on the... They, they had something on the Wii. They had a different, they had a different game on there. I mean, it was... It they was... had a Wii U game that we watched for a second before we walked away, but there was something <laughs> on it. I'm not going to lie. We are just telling I'm not going to lie. We walked into the booth and we're like, yay! Yeah. Wii, Wii And then we walked away. And we walked away. A, there was nothing tech wise there that I was impressed with. I, it looked like you took a Game Boy and attached it to a steering wheel, and they're like, Wee-oo! By the way, on the concept of Nintendo, real fast, did I tell you guys that at one point while playing Mario with my wife, I think I had convinced her that every time you go into a level, instead of them saying, Let's go! that they were actually screaming, Mexico! <laughs> yeah, she still fights that. Yeah, yeah. She did. I, I love that. In, in my family, he says, Testicles! <laughs> <laughs> the 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 connect now I I I don't know the connect but I, the text there and stuff I I think that's sort of where it's going I think it just needs to take it the next step with with as far as motion tracking after somebody who's done motion capture I think you need to you need to keep amping on that and I don't know if it's a multi they do more than just the single camera at you maybe they say you could buy that 
Or if you want to take it to the next level, and give, give, they could even make money off this, I think. If you said, but our system also will handle up to four. So if you had a room that had it, you could literally do four connects and it would literally track everything you do in a good volume of space. I think that'd be cool. We can do that. I it think would another... be cool, but it's, it's only, it'd only good, be good for, you know, those gimmicky type of games. You can never do it to any sort of extent right. of... I don't think you could have a connect be attached to a FPS and have it be like a maze. Not at all. Not at all. Because the tech's not there or because you haven't seen a good example of it? No, because literally you have no space. When you go forward, backwards, left or right... And that leads to that the leads platform to the whole, they had to make. Yes, that leads to, to the whole thing. Like, you know, if you're standing there in front of your TV trying to make a shape, like hole in the wall or something like that, have fun. It's, it's a complete gimmick thing. And it works. Don't get me wrong. It works for what it does. But it's never, ever going to be... What about version two? What would it take to make that? What would it take for you to go out and buy this device, connect version two or whatever it is, hook it up to some FPS and have it be amazing? What do you think the future is going to be? It's, I'll jump in there. I, I do you want not, to? I don't want that. That's what it. Do I don't want. want I mean, unless it is going to be what Jack described, which, which is, is totally like, immersive. Which yeah. is totally immersive. It's like fucking the movie Gamer, where exactly, you know, and that's how this felt to Let me control a real human being who's actually shooting other human beings. I mean, not that extreme, but... <laughs> the uh, ultimate game, right? Hunting humans. <laughs> but seriously, I don't... I, I have never once in a Wii Connect at all been like, God, I want to play that game I, so bad. Yeah, I think... I think like, PlayStation we, Move, none of that bullshit. <laughs> I, I play video games because I want to play video games. We've I'm not looking for exercise. I'm not looking for any other excuse to move around. If I want to exercise, I'll go outside and I'll run. Yeah, I mean, we've I, seen stuff like this before with the, like, the big virtual reality kick that happened in the early 90s and stuff, and it kind of just fell off because people are like, ah, it's a lot of work. It was expensive at the time. It was expensive and the technology was not that awesome. And if even if we do loop back into that, like we have with stereoscopic films, where we have like we had our time in the 80s and 90s and it kind of blew, but it was gimmicky. Right. And now we're doing it sort of for real. And it's, taking, and it's taking a bit more of a legitimate stage. Even if virtual reality <laughs> came back that way around, it would still be a bit of an ordeal now, I feel like. Until it's like Demolition Man, where you can no, put I, on your mask and... I think it's great. I think it's, <laughs> yes. Until yeah. I can have virtual reality sex with Sandra Bullock. I'm not interested. Uh, you know, I think that is a fantastic note to end with. Uh, seriously, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> unless it's successful with sex, it's never going to go yeah, anywhere. Right. It's the Unless it's successful with sex, it's never going to go anywhere. Interesting. That's, exactly. that's, but that, that's a whole other conversation of the sex industry podcast. driving this industry. And on that, folks, Nerdtastic in 3D. 3D. We'll have links below to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and every other medium I think me and Jason could find. If you have ones that we haven't, we're there. Till next time. See ya. We out.